it again, too. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop swallowing all of my mucus. <laughs> um, welcome to Suck, suck Off. off. Uh, this is, <laughs> that was a weird one. <laughs> this is the cuntiest episode that has ever been recorded oh of Succession. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's all just people talking to each other being like, and this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, even Carl is having those moments. So We good. don't talk about Carl enough. As a society. As a, he's, like, one of the best succession characters. Because um, <laughs> he has, like, maybe four lines in the entire runtime yeah. of the show. Um, Dundee. 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 We get um, a, a brave and special return of Logan to his home, his mm-hmm. homeland. Yeah, to celebrate the Logan Roy School of Journalism or a plaque or yeah. something. I'm a little watery on what It's the, the Logan reasoning. Roy School of Journalism. There's like a thing. It's going to be like named after his mother. Um, I believe he's funded greatly this school that is now yes. opened in Scotland. Yeah. Um, which Brian Cox is also from. He's like Scottish, I think. And yeah, yeah. So um, the, the central premise of the episode is going to celebrate this. The only person who doesn't know that it's a big surprise party is Logan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's the Loganathon. Right. <laughs> and we're all here to celebrate this yep. fucking Loganathon. Yeah, it's Toyotathon and Sep- Loganathon. Right. Same thing. Happy October. Is Toyotathon in October? I have no idea. I'm not well, paying. I'm not clocked into a <laughs> Toyotathon. <laughs> Separately, the news that James Weissel who oversaw Weasel, yeah. yeah oversaw a lot of finances during cruises is going to come out yes and that is like the under tension of the entire episode is like right. we have to go celebrate this thing but also this other really bad thing is it's gonna happening. come out what should we do bad timing right also something that's going on underneath is uh the sand mites that have bitten <laughs> <laughs> yeah we open <laughs> The Willows play sand. Sands. I think it's called sands. Sands? Okay. It's sand or sands. And we know everything we need to know about the play from Kendall's reaction. Loved it. He he does not say loved it. He comes up to Willa and says, hey, Willa, you're a playwright. <laughs> yeah, I read it as like he genuinely liked it. He seemed... No. No? No, because he like was giving I liked it, but the words were very intentionally not positive gotcha it was just a positive demeanor gotcha willa i you're a playwright yeah and she's like well i've always been a playwright and he's like yeah well i mean rogan um, roman like wrote a screenplay <laughs> like it's clear nobody liked it to yeah me. it's clear yeah. that it was bad no i i definitely get the vibe it's bad because connor um. was also like you know, in his Connor Roy way, being like, oh, this play was so good, it's only going to be better. But instead of starting with, it's so good, he's like, this is the worst it's ever going to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just one of those things, though, where it's like Frank enjoying that performance at that the the talk. Uh-huh. It's like there's that one character in the show that actually liked it. And yeah. that, I guess I'm a little too optimistic and was like, oh, Kendall liked it. I don't it. think Kendall I don't think liked he liked it, it though. Uh, and um, then Gregory Gregory in the background is dealing with getting sand mites because he sat in the front row. Yeah. And the, when he confronts Connor about it, Connor's like, you're going to have to talk to the, the sand people like everyone else. And assuming there were more cases <laughs> of this. I, he gives like a PR response. I'm under no legal responsibility yeah. for the sand. You have to contact the supplier like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. That's so the, that's going on. I missed Connor Roy. I know he wasn't in the last episode. We needed him. We and needed I, him here. I'm a con head and I needed him. Yep. The entire, if I could, could go start to finish of Connor Roy's story in this episode. So he's funded Sands. <laughs> it is not gone well. It no. gets immediately a lot of bad press. Yeah. And he tries to get Logan to fund the play like three different times. Yeah. And then Logan either doesn't get it or is just like, wow, you'll figure it out. 
And then yeah. that's kind of it for Connor this episode, no? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were about to jump ahead to the finale, but... Um, no, I just no. feel like this episode. That's yeah. basically what happens. <laughs> oh, and also, like, when they're in Scotland, Connor keeps trying to, like, get Logan to tell stories. Connor yeah, seems to be yeah. the only one who understands and acknowledges that Logan had a really difficult childhood, which we'll talk about, but, yep, like... Yep. Connor's just constantly getting brushed aside by Logan. <laughs> he's like literally out of focus in most of the shots. He's just like, I love that gag that like he's just in the background, but they never focus on him. <laughs> just a blur. I love that for Alan Ruck. Like getting his paycheck for not even being in focus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get a good Kendall line at the at the opening uh, where he says, I'm drowning in pussy and everything's golden. Which... I'm so happy he said that because I also wrote that down. Yep, I wrote, yep. gets laid once. I'm drowning I, in pussy and everything's, everything's golden. golden. <laughs> You're right. Like he does have, the, his addictive personality definitely applies to like sex and, yeah. and women. It's like, that's definitely happening here. Because what Logan said last episode is that like he's blinded by pussy or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and everything's golden. Everything's apparently. golden. Yeah, uh, I wrote down the voice recordings. Yeah, here's the thing. Rhea has put together this Loganathon, and part of it is like all of the Roy siblings need to record oh, like a little yeah, video or whatever yeah. uh, to like, yeah, play at the Loganathon. So Roman, do- oh, this is probably one of my favorite Roman scenes. Yeah, Roman does it once where he's like, hello, dad. I'm so proud of you and all your accomplishments. I love you, dad. And they're like, can they're like- you do it again? That it's was a perfect. More passion, yeah. No, they said that was perfect. Can you do it again? And he said, if it was perfect, why would I do it again? <laughs> and he just like stares, and they're like, okay, well, maybe, maybe do like a little more. Yeah, like you said, passion. Yeah. He's like, yuck. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, fuckwads. It's class. It's it's one of his most like psychopath. Uh, and I'm obsessed. Yeah. Deranged. It, it's very deranged. It's um, great. Anyway. We then see Connors, which is like a very sincere. I super cringe. love you, super dad. You su- yeah. And they just like hold on that for a second, and you're like, "Am I supposed to be moved by?" I this? appreciate that kind of cringe. Right. I really appreciate it because nobody's cringing at him. Like you're meant to just no. like come up with your own opinion on it. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. We don't see Sh- Shiv or Kendall's, but like we see them later, like in right. post or whatever. So. Yeah. Uh, they're all sitting around, mind you, in this voice recording studio, and Shiv is like, can we come up with a plan to kill Rhea? Right. And they've all started to just, like, rebuff Shiv, which, as the only girl in my family, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. like, frustrating to watch over and over again that they yeah. do not care yeah. about anything she has to say. But, I mean, I, I gotta give her credit this episode that she sort of, like, successfully orchestrates a few different takedowns, oh, starting is- with when they're actually in Dundee. This is a great uh, Shiv episode. It's a great Shiv episode. She, I, I'm, this might be skipping ahead a little bit, but when they're in that, like, I think it's like lunch or like just drinks in that dining room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, she <laughs> wants to like embarrass Rhea. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, she tries, in his words, tries pimping out Tom yeah. to go flirt with her. Uh, just is, to make Logan angry. It's just nonsense. Why she a would ever ask him plan. to do that? Yeah. yeah. It's. It, I'm glad that like the one that backfires is the one that involves Tom because it shows like you can't just put your husband up to that. Right. And it, like just and all angles makes no sense. It makes and no Tom sense. points it out immediately like, oh, okay, so I'm going to go flirt with my boss's new fling. Yes. My uh, evil boss. My evil boss is new fling, like right in front of him, and that's yeah. supposed to be read as somehow her fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like all three of those things make no sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but she tells Kendall to tell Rhea um, to say to when she makes her toast to give a toast to Rose, Logan's sister. Yeah. Who I'm still I maybe I missed it. 
It's what happened very, there? very subtle. Okay. Um, but first of all, Kendall does do it because he's just a fucking stinker. He's amazing at it he's, too. Right. Immediately does it. No questions asked. Yeah. And like, he gets nothing out of it. He just is like, right. I'm a stinker and I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm driving a pussy and everything is golden. Um, here's the thing. I think it's also in this episode where this is all mentioned, but Rose is clearly dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Helen died. Their mother died right. when... Con- or when um sorry Ewan was five and Logan was four. Yep. Rose died at some point like <laughs> between then and now. Yeah. And Logan blames himself for her death. It's yeah. not implied how she died, but Ewan says Logan, it is not your fault. Mm-hmm. Everything else is your fault, uh, but Rose dying is not your fault. That's all we know mm-hmm. about Rose. Okay. Wow. Layers. Okay. Yeah, I remember that line near the end of this. Yeah. It's a it's a great line. Um, and I'm also like putting that in the context of uh, Kendall's guilt over a certain death. Oh, and what? Whoa! I'm just like how Logan sees like death in people, and and how he, I don't know, I don't know. I never considered that. Well, I'm just considering it now that you've explained it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah, that's interesting. I hope we get some like more information about the Rose thing. Yeah, because that's. But if it was just that, that's enough. That's mm-hmm. enough to work with. Um, anyway. That's crazy. So anyways, Kendall tells Ray to do it. And then she's making the toast. And it's going pretty well, you know. I want to toast everyone who's here in absentia. Logan's mm-hmm. mother, Helen. Everyone's like, yeah. And then she's like, and his sister, Rose. Rose Logan puts the glass down. Puts the glass down. Oh, it's so like, oh, it's like high rich people stakes. And like, everyone knows that like this little passive aggressive thing is like that gone very wrong. not meant to be said. Yeah. Right. Don't and say so, it. Ooh, she's made a faux pas. So then everyone is like, oh, oh, oh how yeah. scandalous. And it's like the worst thing she could have done. Oh, magnifique. Yep top tier rich people content it's so like oh my god there's a perfect holly hunter moment where they're like top her off like pour some more whatever in her glass and she's like if you can fit anymore and they like top her off and she gives off like this big rich person like ha 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 laugh (laughs) and it's so it's like we were saying like passive aggressive rich people shiv gets her again though because then they're like about to i don't know if this is like a separate time they're about to top her glass off and shiv's like actually she doesn't drink yeah that's yep Yep. Right in front of perfect. Logan. It's perfect. Yum, yum, yum. Good yum, for yum, you, Shiv. If there's one thing she is good at, it's petty rich people politics. Yeah. Being from politics. Yeah. I mean, damn. Shiv can do that, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, God. Where's my notes? So there's this scene. That's kind of everything that happens in that scene. Yes. The only thing I wanted to mention, which takes place before this, mm-hmm. is when they're in the car with Connor, Marsha, and Logan. Again, Connor's out of focus. <laughs> Connor's like, do you want to tell a story about when you're here? And he's just like sort of reflecting that like he had a bad childhood and he had to shit outside and yeah. everything. He, he says like old man gibberish that implies that there's a lot going on in his mind, but yeah. then he just says none of it. He's just like, yeah. it's not like they say it was in the pictures and da, da, da. right just like, right again old man gibberish that doesn't really make mm-hmm. much sense um so it's just like i don't know there's a pain there that is yeah. deep yet uncovered in the show right my takeaway from this story if mm-hmm. you could it wasn't a story right <laughs> kind of like tell us a story dad and he's like this isn't what it is he said uh rosebud like a reference yeah to the rosebud's my fuck rosebud is a fucking dollar bill whatever got me out and of that here. was yeah and that was my way out of here yeah. and i thought that was interesting because it's like he's talking about how important like escaping this situation was mm-hmm. and escaping his family was growing up and how Kendall's trying to escape this himself and oh I just that my, my whole analysis of this is just showing the comparison no it's pretty da- 
I never considered that Logan successfully escaped his family and built yeah. his own life for himself. And now Kendall's in the same situation and he cannot escape. Not yeah. the same situation, obviously, but right, right. Like he's, he's trapped. That was what I took away from that story. If there was anything to take away. From I think story. also like Logan does not appreciate looking to the past. He's very future oriented. Yeah. Relatable. Um, which, yeah, they show up to the house. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they show up to the house, and Shiv and Roman are looking inside like, there's definitely a bathroom in there. Yeah. There's no way he shit outside. But then when Logan pulls up, he's like, they changed everything about this house. Yeah. So it's like, damn, which is true. Like, yep. what do you mean they changed everything? Did he shit outside or not? Where did he put his bowels when he was a child? <laughs> I need answers. Clearly, he's still relieving himself on floors, as, as we saw in the <laughs> He's um, going back to his roots. <laughs> also, there's one protester there. Yeah. Um, and Greg's like, it's more awkward if it's just one, because I don't know if I'm supposed to look at them or not. Make eye contact. Yeah. The protester sign says Roy Cunt. And then <laughs> Tom's like, oh, I hear they're, they're like allowed to say that here. Like, it's like calling someone buddy. Yeah. They just put all of the comedy into one scene. Yeah. Because Greg also has mites and you can't get rid of them. Yeah. And they're like, shut up, Greg. Yeah, Tom was like, would you stop? It's like perfect. It's like so five seconds. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he basically just drives off, and mm-hmm. yeah, he drives off for a little bit. There, everybody's like, "What the fuck?" And then it's immediately back to just like talking about business. Right. <laughs> it's like they barely acknowledge it. They don't care that Logan like had a whatever childhood, yeah. you know. Um. Then, okay. So after uh, Rosebud is a dollar bill. Actually, this might be before. Yeah, this, quite literally, the scene I'm about to talk about happens before everything we just talked about, so <laughs> yeah. we're doing excellent at recapping. We're doing a great job. Uh, Roman and Jerry are walking, and Jerry, like, pulls him into her hotel room, yep, and yep. Roman's, like, wandering around in the sunlight. It's, like, dancing around, and yeah. the soft light on him, and Jerry's, basically, her business proposition is, can you please seduce Edward, that prince from a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago, into maybe taking us private. Like this James yeah. Weissel thing, it could be really big. Yeah. And if we go private, then we're not beholden to shareholders and we can have no oversight and we can just like keep the company going. Yep. And she's like, Can you seduce him? And then Roman like takes a flower from like the the flower vase, sniffs it, the light is dancing on him, and he goes, Seductive, do you find me seductive? <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> This isn't the scene where he's like, should we get married? It actually is the scene. It is the scene, okay. So she's like, and then she smiles at him when he says, do you find me seductive? Yeah. I want to eat the microphone. (laughs) So... And then she like smiles and is like, can you just like get this money? And Roman's like, whatever. This is no stakes for me. I'll do whatever. Right, right. On his way out, he's like, should we get married? Yeah. Which happened, what, a couple episodes ago with Tabitha? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what did Tabitha say? Is this how you think you get someone to love you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does it again. Because the way he says it, he's like, and by that I mean abduct you and force you to marry me. And she's like, that's not equivalent. (laughs) He's like, no, like in Germany, how they eat each other. I eat you, you eat me. And I think what he wants, like what I got out of that is Shiv and Tom have a connection that is allegedly romantic, right? They will work with each other's interests because every night they go home together and they can have separate conversations. Right, right. What he wants with Jerry is like that same understanding that like Mm -hmm. we are on each other's team and we are bound by something that is not just like a handshake and we're business partners. I want to be bound to you through something else. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess marriage. (laughs) That's so interesting. Like he wants something personal and like someone to be there for him and to constantly like, you know, and also for him to support, I think, but mostly for himself, you know? Right. 
Yeah, so... That's sad. I know. I mean, it's a really, it is still a sad way of looking at it. Because usually people have those bonds through family. Like, they yeah. um, are bound together by blood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, this is more queer coding for Roman and Jerry. Like, <laughs> he's had his chosen family and his chosen family's Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to enshrine that and codify it because anything that's just, like, not legal or not written down or whatever is tenuous at best. Someone could always betray you if they're not legally bound to be yours. You're so right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's great. Because I was like, when I saw that scene, I was like, I don't know how to pick apart that, but that's a perfect. That's what I thought. Yeah. That. Yeah. Interesting. Well, thank you. Um, next. I think about Roman a lot. I... <laughs> <laughs> there was a tweet about the Succession season four ending that was like, we better find out what's wrong with Roman before this. And I'm like, we already know. We know. We've you been people? giving so much. You like need we to pay attention. Watch the show. <laughs> anyway, I will be fair though. Watching the show again, I am picking up on a lot more than I did the first time. Me too. Which it's the first a dense time, show. It's very dense. Yeah, much you know, much like a play or whatever. Right. Speaking of play, mm. uh, Kendall flies out one of the actors oh, from Will's play. My God, he's a pretty damn good line when they're on the phone. He's like basically wielding all of his power, money, and influence to uproot this woman's life and get right. her out to Dundee to yep. just like fuck for the night. And she's like, I don't know, I'm in this play. And he's like, it's not Arthur Miller, right? Just come out here. Genius. Come on, musical theater gays. Not musical theaters. Come on, theater gays. <laughs> yeah. I love um, that. It's amazing. Uh, they have like a fuck fest or however he describes a it. A psychosexual uh, expedition. Yeah. And yeah. It's so damn funny. I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but like no. they're in bed together and they're both in clothes. And then Connor comes to try and like get her to go back to do the play. And Kendall's like, we're on this psychosexual journey. Again, they're in clothes. There's no bondage in the room. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> there's no anything interesting. Whatever Kendall thinks that means. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, you think like heterosexual sex, right. which I'm sure, you know, maybe you're doing something freaky, but like, yeah, how, how freaky. Yeah. I want to know. I just learned what a reach around was, which was mentioned. Oh, it's mentioned next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what a reach around was before. Dude, I'm trying to think if I know what a reach around is. A reach around is when um, you're standing and someone's behind you and they reach around you uh, to like right, jerk you right. off. That's what I assumed it was. I didn't yeah. even know what to think. It's pretty self-explanatory. I guess. I just didn't know. <laughs> and then I learned it at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love the fact that like Connor is trying to get her back to Willa <laughs> and it's just like it's two guys who are like <laughs> abusing this power that they have like, right. in different and ways. Connor's like, come on, I'm losing money hand over fist on this yeah. play. We need that actor. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> he's a little fucking rascal. Yeah. Yeah. His little smile. Like, right. Ah. I just threw my phone. <laughs> got too excited. <laughs> So yeah, he, it basically ends with him just being like, no, and they keep hooking up. Right. Um, and so, she's yeah. like kind of into it because it'd be fun to like mm-hmm. get, okay, another what would you do situation. You're in a play. This billionaire's son has offered to fly you out for like a weekend long fuck fest for the play. Do you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if the play <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently it does. You do it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Ewan. I, I'm we're kind of jumping all over. I'm trying to remember the order of events, but I'm jumping. To, no, actually, let's go first to the. Uh, wait, wait. Okay, I have another thing. Okay, sorry. So they enter the Logan Roy School of Journalism. The yes, whole crew. That's what actually, it was. it's one of my favorite exchanges in the whole show. Ray is looking around and goes, "Wow, a whole school to learn how to intern at a clickbait aggregator." And then Kendall's like, ha, "Yeah, ten reasons you're never getting paid." <laughs> 
just like little shit like that just makes me understand that like succession is a documentary exactly <laughs> like, exactly these writers know stuff right, right. It's, just, it's like ah, i don't even know how to say it other than like haha i live in that world haha <laughs> 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 we do that it's why i'm so excited for season four given everything that's mm. happened and they don't like lean into it too much to where it's cringy but i'm right. like they get it they... in a way that really works <laughs> yes yes um so yeah Anyway, Rhea is like, it's basically like well, you're... She was like, well, she was like, why'd you try to fuck me? And he's like, I don't know. I, I want to keep it in the family. <laughs> I right, also am a right. stinker. I don't, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, oh, that's a shame. Like, because I really like you. And here's the thing. It's you. It's always been you. It's always been you. And he shrugs and he says, ha, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. But he knows. I feel like it kind of sucks him back in a little bit. Yeah, he takes that pretty seriously. I didn't know how to read that, so I feel like that's I appreciate that read on it. I think so, yeah. It's just very repressed. Like he he can't celebrate too hard because he knows he's gonna break himself. Right. But like he takes like a Rhea validation pretty mm. seriously, I would say. I think that's um, true. But yeah. then we get the Ewan and uh Greg scene. Right. Shortly after. Where for a brief moment, Ewan and Logan are like having a fine brotherly moment cute little conversation um logan's like i saw yeah he's like i saw x bird and x place and he's like bullshit no you didn't and logan's like yes i did (laughs) and then like walks away um it's a funny i mean yeah imagining them as kids talking like that because then ewan would like erase logan's birds that he didn't believe he saw (laughs) that's adorable actually um but yeah immediately turns his back on him and is like I forget how he words it, but basically he's like, Logan's worse than... There's a persuasive argument to be made that he's worse than Hitler. Yes. Based on all of the things that he's done, like cozying up with climate deniers, mm-hmm. the when you look to the future, the death toll that he will have personally caused, there's a persuasive argument to be made yeah. that he's worse than Hitler. <laughs> it's like, he's the most damaging person on the earth or something. Yeah. Like that. Um, And he's like, I don't want you working for him anymore, Greg. Um, he gives Greg he, the ultimatum, yeah. Either you will get my inheritance... Or you will continue working at Waystar. Yeah. Which, like, you have to quit or else you're not getting my inheritance. $250 million. Quarter of a billy. To which Greg, in the most Greg way, responds, that is a sticky situation. Yeah. I'll have to think that one over in my yeah. noggin. Put it in my noggin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, I mean, what would you do in that situation? Okay. In Greg's position. This is like a, a tiny, tiny little spoiler. But Greg chooses to stay at Waystar. Yeah. Okay. And every single person clowns him for it. And every single person is like, why <laughs> would you ever do that? You should have taken you trusted the 250. dad. Yeah. yeah. I, so I absolutely would have taken the 250 million. I don't care that I have to wait a couple years for it. At, or not yeah. a couple. Like They're both 80. What? They have 20 years at best. 20 years of my life spent like working. Okay. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing it anyway. That's a really, it's so, it's very interesting to think about if Greg had taken it and mm. what would, because he wouldn't have shown up in the court mm-hmm. later on. Um, what would that mean for Tom? It's just like the ripple effect of if they Greg. They could have pinned a lot on Greg. A lot of things would have happened if Greg left. Whoa. Um, and that's just the, kind of the tragedy of the show is that huh. Greg gets sucked back in and. Yeah. I mean, they could have fucked him so hard if he left. Yeah. Again, this is spoiler for next episode, but true, like, true. they say that they're gonna kill Bill, and it's like not that Greg would have been a good head to have on the stick, but still, <laughs> he's the one who signed out all the boxes, and so yeah. there's a persuasive argument to be made that they could have just like fucked Greg. And maybe that is what, oh, dude. Maybe that's what Logan means when Greg goes to him in the bathroom and is like, <laughs> "It's been an honor. I've learned so much. I'm formally resigning." 
And Logan's response is just, I like you, Greg, but mm-hmm. I like you. And it's like, maybe he knows the, the implications of leaving. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I like you though. And I don't want to have to burn you somewhere down the line. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Logan I think he just knows. genuinely likes Greg. Too. I think he might just like Greg. And that's what I love about that moment. And he said, do you want to like go with your grumpy Gus uncle or your fun uncle? Or I'm sorry, grumpy yeah. Gus grandpa or fun uncle? Yeah. It's kind of fun. It's kind of, it's like a, fu- it's a funny scene. I love that scene. And I'm also like, it's, it's a sad moment because he does fully rope Greg back in with the same manipulation he uses on everyone else. And it's yeah. like, Greg is kind of kind of aware of it too he knows that he's just getting roped back in but he i don't know is so easily swayed that it it hurts to watch i would have a bajillion percent taken the quarter of a bill and fucked off too cash out and fuck off that's the thing that's That's the the, thing that's the lesson every single character needs to learn throughout the entire series cash out and fuck off (laughs) um roman wants to lick that guy's neck you smell like cotton candy i want to lick your neck (laughs) That's the first thing he says to Prince Edward. They go to this. They go to this. Are you kidding bar, me? <laughs> and they they talk a little bit, and because um, he's you know he's doing the thing that Jerry told him to do, but they're also like you should buy this uh this soccer team or this yeah. football club, um because Logan loves the Hearts, right? Um, we'll save that for a bit. And Prince Edward clearly knows soccer and like was thinking about buying a soccer team anyway. Yeah. He's like Roman, go in on it with me, and Roman's like, okay, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I'll buy the hearts. Whatever. Fuck it. My dad likes them. Yeah. So that's that. It, it pays off later. <laughs> yes. And again, that scene is a continuation of what Jerry asked him to do, which is go sway Prince Edward into giving them like a shit ton of private money. Right, right. Uh, meanwhile, Shiv is trying to fuck over Rhea some more. Yep. Um, and all of her brothers are still continuing to refuse. And yeah. then she calls Connor the first pancake. <laughs> Devastating. Funny, that's so- <laughs> There's a moment, though, when she's talking about it, and, and Tom is like, but why? And he's like, what is going to happen when you do cut her out? Like, do you think anything's going to come for you? Yeah. And he's got a great point. He's also like, she's like, I have to cut Rhea out, obviously. And he's like, and she's like, why don't you support me? And he's like, well, it's not unreasonable that Rhea would be good for me. Exactly. Do we ever care about what's going on with me? I know. No. <sighs> Perfect, Tom. Like, Little, little like, hints of what's to come. Like, right. I don't know. Also, I can't remember if it was this episode or last episode, so I feel bad if I didn't talk about it, but Tom is supposed to be interviewed because there's, like, an upcoming investigation into cruises, and he approaches Shiv and is like, this is really, really bad. <laughs> yeah. These were not softballs. And she just goes, yeah, whatever. I'm going to London. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's... I think that's the last episode. You're right. Yeah, and he's like, you're on the inside of this... Are they coming to fuck me? And she's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, just over and over again. It's she does never, not care. Yeah, it's, it's acknowledged that she does not care. Yeah. Um, but she's, like, very determined to take down Rhea. We are so bad at doing this chronologically. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, this this episode specifically is a mess. But it's just, like, that so much is happening. Yeah. Um, basically, they get to the, the big night. Uh, yeah. Should we just get to the big night already? It's the big night. Fuck um, it. The Loganathon. <laughs> surprise. Logan is pissed off that there's a fucking surprise. Yeah, Rhea every... does a surprise party. And I could totally relate to Logan in this moment. Like, every single person you're supposed to know, and like, it's exhausting putting on all this charm and like remembering this specific thing to this yeah. specific conversation yeah. and keeping it light with these people. Like, yeah. when you just expect there to be, you know, soup and wine and then fuck yeah. off, that sucks. Right. He's so someone that needs to be in control of everyone in the room and know, need to know going into it. Mm-hmm. So to like surprise him with everybody. Being it's, like, devi- it's like his worst nightmare, of course. And not only is it a surprise party, it's like, surprise, let's look back at the last 50 years. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus. It's, it says a lot, though, also that, like, he looks at surprise parties that way. Not as, like, all the people that are here because they like you and they care about you, but as, like, you know, people that matter to my business and my brand. And it's, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, yeah, that's how he looks at surprises and gatherings. And- also, the implication here is that Rhea has all of the contacts. Like, yes. his contacts. Like yeah. His phone or whatever. Right. Oh, we also skipped. Fuck. We are. We cannot get this right. We skipped over the conversation with Rhea and Marsha. Back to test Slay. She approaches Raya and says, "Have you been tra- have you been tested for sexually transmitted diseases?" Mm-hmm. Raya says, "What?" And she's like, "Me and Logan still fuck, and I'm clean, so you have nothing to worry about." Yeah. So, but I would like to know if you have any STDs, because yeah. then you know I would have to get tested. And Raya's just so taken aback and is so like on her heels. Yeah. I love that Marsha moment. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Rhea's response to Logan afterwards where she's like a lot of French energy. I feel like I'm going to get my eyes stabbed by a baguette. Yeah. <laughs> so perfect. She's so real for that. Um, yeah. But that's a great Marsha dub, um, honestly. <laughs> uh at the party, um, Kendall, <laughs> Kendall, and this woman who he's con- he's like constantly talking about his dad, and she's like, "You talk about your dad a lot. Did you know that?" And yeah. he's like, "I don't know." He's a big part of my life. And then he's like, "Come meet my dad." And then she's like, "This is awesome." And Logan's like, "Uh huh." He's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Yeah, this is just so awesome." And then he goes to Shiv, and he's like, "Mind like a balloon or something." And then <laughs> this is the most that I've ever felt like connected to the show. Not connected, but like the conversation that he has with Shiv right after where he's like yeah. making fun of Ken's girlfriend. It's like, I've had that exact same conversation with my dad. He does not listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> but they're, they continue to talk about Rhea Jarrell and he's like, I don't know. Am I making the right choice here? Like, mm, she doesn't drink and she lied to me about that. She has all my contacts and she's liberal. And then Shiv is like, well, I'm liberal. And he's like, yeah, but you fucking get it. My dad has had the same conversation with me. <laughs> and... It's a really dad moment. Very dad moment. And Shiv is such a pick-me that she's like, you know, kind of flattered by it. Mm -hmm. I never lean in. I'm always like, no, but I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know that like horseshoe theory, whatever, like there are some places where people could meet, but Mm -hmm. we don't. (laughs) Yeah. It, the stars all kind of align for Shiv this night because it's like, not only does she seem to be on Logan's good side, but like all the other siblings are kind of embarrassing him like kendall brings this girl mm-hmm. roman buys him the wrong team which yes. i'm spoiling that but yeah whatever it's the hibs not the hearts yep. <laughs> and carl's like to be fair i'm bad at gift giving as well <laughs> <laughs> such a good carl and like connor's like begging for money for this play like and right it's all like the boys are just, just annoy the it. shit out of him and, and shiv is like he wants to know what she thinks like and she, she says, gets it. she says, it doesn't have to be me. Just trust your gut. Yeah. Because Shiv only does that because she's given the insider information from Jerry that like James Weissel will not accept any number. He's yeah. just going to talk. Yep. And Shiv is like, you know what? Because knowing that Logan wants to name Rhea the next CEO mm-hmm. and the CEO is going to take a lot of heat for this. <laughs> Shiv is like, you know what? Let's not tell Logan. Let's right. wait until the morning. Yeah. And Jerry's like, are you sure? Like if I tell him who made that call, can I tell him it was you? And she's like, yeah, tell him it was tell me. Tell him it was me. So then Logan gets on stage and names Rhea Jarrell the next CEO. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Shiv wins. She does win. We skipped over. I know there's more. But I know, but I- that was the pl- that was the whole plan start to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so satisfying to see played out because it's right. just like she's got him in the palm of her hand and like does all the right moves and mm-hmm. totally fucks over Rhea in the it's end. It's fun to see that she is just good at politics and yeah, not business. Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, someone else takes the stage <laughs> moments before. <laughs> And it's our boy Kendall. I mean, if you you discuss, it's I, our boy. I mean, what is there? Well, I'll start by saying I listened to this song a, a good amount of times, <laughs> unironically. On Spotify, it, it's for the right. It's also a different recording. It's like him in the studio, oh. and it's a little bit more intense in the studio recording than it is on stage. The way you know um, this. <laughs> well, I'm just picturing Jeremy Strong in like a recording booth, like going born on the east side. Um. Yeah. Roman's line interpreting it as Ken W.A. Awesome. <laughs> um, my favorite moment is during this, like, you see, like, Shiv recording and Tabitha recording. Yep. And then, like, out of all the people, you see this old, decrepit woman, Sid, also recording on her phone. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I wish they gave her a flip phone. <laughs> that so would have been the good. only thing to make it, like, an ounce better. Because <laughs> it's already hilarious that she's recording, like, it. Yeah. Or if, like, just in the, like, very corner of the shot, we saw her recording, but, like, it was of her face and she yep. thought she was recording the stage. <laughs> <laughs> she's taking a picture the whole time. Right. Um, yeah. I love, the, too, when they cut to, like, Frank, who is the only one very much not enjoying it. He's, like, right. concerned, like, looking around. He's like, what the fuck is he doing up there? The fact that everyone, like, kind of likes it and also acknowledges it as cringe is what yeah. makes me be able to watch the scene. Right. Because if everybody was like, oh, this is cringe, I probably couldn't watch. Yeah. It was the first succession thing I'd ever seen. Really? It, because it showed up on my Twitter when this was originally aired and, you know, the fan base was already all over it. And I had never heard of the show or seen any of the show. And this was my interest. And I was like, <laughs> that is the cringiest thing I've ever seen. And now it's my favorite show of all time. The first thing I ever saw of RuPaul's Drag Race was Laganja Astranja doing stand-up. Are you familiar with the clip I'm talking about? No, but it's such a funny equivalent. <laughs> like, and I don't like Drag Race. I'm not like a super fan of Drag Race. But yeah. like, it was also this like very cringe introduction to the show. And I was like, what yeah. is this? I don't like this. Why does everybody right, right. like this? <laughs> so I can't believe that you watched like L to the OG and you were like, I got to check this out. I got to check this out. Yeah. <laughs> Only to find that it is nothing like this. Right. Um, but in a way... It's very much like my this boy the Squiggle time. cooked up this beat, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a certain flavor. Ugh. It's so bad. I, by the way, scoured the internet trying to find the thing that he, the L to the OG like jersey uh, jersey he wears for the live show, and I can't find it anywhere. But I'm I like, can make it. My dad makes sports jerseys. Oh my god, <laughs> I would love to wear yeah? it for the live show. Let me make you one. Oh my god, amazing. Thank you. Okay. Please, we're gonna follow up about this. Um, <laughs> I, as far as like actual analysis of this scene, because when asked about this in interviews, Jeremy Strong always takes the scene very seriously in a way that's like Kendall will do anything for his dad. Like mm. this was just like a a humiliation sacrifice, basically, to show his love for his father by like doing this on stage. But I also think it's like a double-edged situation because I'm like, he's also humiliating Logan pretty hard. Mm. Like, if I were in Logan's position, I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, Logan clearly didn't like it. I don't understand why he would do this. I know, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like Logan, or I'm sorry, Kendall has shown a deep appreciation of at least his form of rap music throughout the show. Yeah. He just yeah. likes rap. Yeah. I don't know what the angle is on this other than he's just like drowning in pussy and it's just like willing to do whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. 
presumably Raya would have asked him to do this, no? Like, well, she that's put what, together the night. I think that's when, that that's what's implied, is that she kind of asked him to do this, which I think is an interesting, maybe, like, she got back to, at him with this because he told her to cheers to Rose, but I don't think it's that deep. I no, think he just... He, he would have had to prepare for this yeah. for more and than a day. in season three, it's clear, the man loves getting on stage and performing and humiliating him. He like, does. Like, he almost did this shit again in season three. <laughs> Thank God they... I, 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 although, I really wish we got I wish we, we got have it. seen it. <laughs> um, Kendall's born to be an actor. He, he loves performance. Um, one thing I also that we skipped over is like it plays Kendall and Roman and Connor's videos of like appreciating Logan. Yeah, and then Shiv's yeah. like, I know you hate these, so I'm gonna say, fuck you, Dad. I wish we were having wine in private. And that is like the it's a most very heartwarming moment between exactly the two. Exactly what he wants to hear. Because it's oh my god, he. <laughs> Right before that is Roman's thing where he's like, I got you the hearts. He's he's like, like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't know because it's not like I've been supporting this team my whole fucking life. Mm -hmm. And then Roman's like, well, here's my message. Fuck you. Bye. Mm -hmm. And it's you can hear Roman's message. It's just so pathetic. Yeah. But like, yeah, Shiv is just like doing all the right things this episode. That is every single Republican man's ideal of a daughter (laughs) is that she's like liberal, but secretly on his side is like a cigar smoking, whiskey drinking, foul mouth girl who like is business queen and blah, 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 blah. Like that's, it's just, oh yeah. Succession is a documentary. Yeah. Period. Um, so I, there's not like a, a ton to actually say about, um, Kendall's rap. Yeah. I wish there was more to say about it. I mean, you can pick apart the lyrics. It's just basically giving Ken, uh, Logan's backstory. Right. But it's like... It does nothing for me. I don't think it does for me what it does for you. Not that it, like, actively goes against it's me. It's one of the iconic scenes. I mean... <laughs> I, I can't help it. I it just... I'm like, that was funny. Dude be the OG. A-N, he ain't playing. playing. Yeah, it's such a bad rap. Um... Anyway, it's followed up with um, a pretty awful ending for Logan, I would say. A pretty big L. Marcia um, is like, I'm done with this, and I'm do- you're boring me. You broke something here, she said, yeah. which is kind of a crazy line. Because um, he said, I didn't like that you told me to sell the company, and yeah. therefore, that's why like, I didn't tell you um, that I was stepping away and naming Rhea as the CEO. Yeah. And she's like, no, you broke something here. You're boring yeah. me. And I don't want to do this anymore. And he's like, they're about to do the plaque. And she refers to the plaque as his shiny little gravestone. Mm-hmm. She immediately departs. And then Ewan comes up and just twists the knife in even more. And is like, yep. Rose was not your fault. But all of this, this empire of shit, yeah. that's all your fault. He said mother would have hated all of this. Which then Logan does have a pretty good line. Like, she died when you were five and I was four. You know yeah. what journalism yeah. she liked? Right, right. Because I hate when people invoke like evoke a dead person to give Mm -hmm. this or that opinion yeah unless they explicitly said in their lifetime like i disapprove of this thing even then it's not really yours to like wield over somebody um he's like mother would have disapproved um and i know that and logan's like what you've been like benefiting from everything i've done in my life your entire life so who are you to come at me yeah but then Ewan also departs and then logan's alone not by oh you know how i was talking about like roman wants someone to be with like all the time mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. his marriage has now crumbled logan's marriage has now crumbled his blood relative has now crumbled like he also has nobody yeah not to mention kendall also sent jennifer home and there's a <laughs> there's a pretty good shot of kendall just like alone with everybody mm-hmm. around him all three of the sibs you know yeah broken men alone. also should mention it's like not I, this is not a huge spoiler uh but i'll just say we don't see Marsha that much no this is kind of i don't want to say full departure but 
god damn we don't see her yeah um so that's kind of crazy <laughs> see you later marcia she was a fantastic woman she, she was uh, let's hope we see her in season four i mean <laughs> we she does show up in season three right. incredibly briefly like yeah. so brief but like anyway winner I gotta say, Shiv. It's Shiv. It's yeah. gotta say Shiv, which is crazy Good to go Shiv. from loser to winner. That it's a crazy. She was a loser like three times in a row too. I know. No, she's having like, and and she does pretty well in the next episode, from what I can remember. It's like yeah. she kind of has a, a redemption arc here. Redemption um, arc. That's so funny. Redemption <laughs> is that she's getting more and more evil. Yeah. <laughs> yes, girl boss, you're getting more evil. Loser, I said Logan. Yeah. Logan. I mean, you, you can make the argue it's or argument it's Jennifer, <laughs> but I mean Logan. No, you know what? Jennifer got to go. She got to go to Dundee and then fuck some have guy a fuck and fest. have yeah. a, like nice. Took wine. home all the soap. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Logan lost. Connor Logan. also lost. Connor. Connor is consistently losing. Actually, these this season, he's not having a good season. Conheads, let's get together and pitch them to like rewrite season four <laughs> so he wins. <laughs> so that's that. Um. We have a live show. We have a live show. Yeah, we said it last man. episode. If you want to go, again, tickets are probably pretty limited. Right. Uh, so get them now. Chicago, Lincoln Lodge, March 26th. It's My- a non- What? I was going to say it's a nonprofit comedy theater. Yes. And um, it's pretty great. Uh, that place is uh, gives great opportunities to a lot of comedians. Yeah. And has given us a space. Well, I work there, so I gave us a space <laughs> to suck off live. Yeah, thank you, Christian. And I'm the manager there. Uh, thank you. And as always, suck, suck off. off. Thank you.